Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio, come in, come in Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Mike Radio, remote this week in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I'm not in Massachusetts this week. I'm on the road, so I thank the sweet baby Jesus for my uh, mobile kit. Just like Marines, we can go anywhere and fight anywhere. Well, OMR can record anywhere at any time. And I'm with a very dear friend of mine. I'm hesitant to call him friend because he and I are like brothers. We are brothers. First of all, we're Marines. Second of all, we're related. I won't get into that right now. And we have just had a very good brotherly friendship for the last 20 plus years. Isn't that right? And I'm going to call him for this episode Sergeant Toasty. People who know him will know exactly who he is and what he does. But he's going to be my guest on this episode of Oscar Mike Radio, and he's going to be talking about his support uh, dog, Boomer. And as everybody who knows who's been listening, uh, my theme for this year was to talk about people who support veterans, veterans who are getting help from, you know, what you'd call not normal sources like support animals, homeotherapy, holistic healing, wellness, Reiki, all that. Well. Toasty's going to tell us about uh, his dog, Boomer, and what Boomer means to him, and just a little bit about himself. So, Toasty, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good. Great to be here, Travis. Absolutely, man. It, it is uh, a long time coming, and you have been patient with me while I'm getting this dialed in. It's good to have you. And, you know, I was with you today, and you were walking around, and a lot of people noticed Boomer. So, just at a very high level, can you tell me what Boomer is to you what he means he's a dog but just just how you got with boomer well in fact i actually applied a couple years ago for a service dog because i talked to other veterans and they convinced me that a service dog would be beneficial to me um i was kind of leery because uh that would take away from my family but they said no once you get a service dog it makes you open up it makes you uh reconnect with your family so I, I filled out an application about two years ago. They asked for some uh, questions and they asked to do some videos of the house and what I would need Boomer for. I actually have Boomer for my nerve damage 
and balance issues. So he has a strap on his vest so he could actually walk up the stairs with me one step at a time. Or if I feel like I'm gonna fall over, I can give him the command brace and he will brace against my knees so I can stand up. Or if I'm down on the ground and he needs to help me up, I can say brace and put my hands on his shoulders and his hindquarters and I can lift myself up that way. Well, one of the things that really has struck me about Boomer and you, and I, 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 I got this sense also from a guy named Mason and, and his partner Heidi, they're not dating folks, but they were very involved with the whole Justice for Huey thing is what a difference the, these dogs, the relationships mean to the soldiers and veterans. You just, you know, you're, you're very open now. You're very confident about being able to enjoy time, you know, out in public. Uh, Boomer, you know, has a fan club. It seems like everywhere he goes, it, it's a very different feeling from the outside looking in. So I'm just curious, how does it feel now to go out to the store, to the gym, or just shopping? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, it, it gets me out of my comfort zone. Um, there's a park around the corner from my house, so I'm kind of forced to go out every morning and run Boomer for about 10-15 minutes to get his exercise. And in return, it gets me outside of the house instead of sitting around doing nothing. And um, after that, we usually go to the supermarket and people ask me about Boomer. And it kind of forces me to interact with people. So that's where I'm more confident that uh, when I go somewhere, you know, Boomer's gonna be a conversation starter. And um, a lot of people are receptive to, to him and what he does for me once I explain to him what uh, exactly he does. So it's, it's nothing but positive. And if I ever have any situations where I'm by myself and I'm down, I just look at him and he's, he gets me right back in, in the saddle and uh, I'm ready to go again. So did you work with a particular organization or did you, a person who, who actually kind of facilitated you getting Boomer? How did that work? Well, we looked up a couple organizations online and we wanted to make sure that these organizations were accredited. So we decided on America's Vet Dogs out of Smithtown, Long Island. Uh, in fact, Charlie the Black Lab that's on the Today Show on NBC is trained by the same organization and Charlie's trainer and Boomer's trainer is actually one person. Her name is Katie. And uh, they've been doing guide dogs for the blind for about 70 years. And they started vet dogs about 10 years ago. And the first recipient was a Navy corpsman that was attached with the Marines who lost his leg. And he was the first uh, applicant to receive a dog and it's been 10 years and the dog is still with him well that's, that's just amazing um, you know I looked them up and it seemed like they had of a really good uh, path for dogs from the time their puppies and how they choose which dog is going to take this path to be a support dog or an emotional support animal for a veteran to gain him with the right trainer making sure the trainer it understands what's going on because this still seems like it's fairly new. Like there, this is, hasn't, there's been support animals, right? But it hasn't been going on that long, it seems like. Right, and the reason why we chose this organization is 
they are actually accredited and the dog that I receive, he's protected by the Americans with Disability Acts. It's not one of these fly-by-nights where you go on Amazon for 35 bucks, you can get a fake certificate, a fake ID, and a vest that just says service dog. Uh, Boomer, my dog, has a vest that has the company's logo, the company's website address, so you can check them out. And they're actually legitimate. They're a nonprofit, so they, they rely on donations. So it's not, they're in it for money-making ventures. And um, like you said, they start training these puppies at six weeks. And Boomer was actually trained in Hagerstown, Maryland at the correctional facility. So the prisoners there will train the dogs for about 18 months. And there's a family in town that takes Boomer on the weekends while he's growing up and while he's learning what he needs to do they'll let him be a puppy over the weekend so after 18 months what I liked about this organization is even though Boomer was trained for 18 months what they do is they look at my medical record books and see how I was injured and they see what I need the service dog for and for the next month or two they tailor boomer to my needs so they train oh, awesome. him for specifically just to climb up and down the stairs because not all the vets need the 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 balance issues or climbing up and down the stairs some of them had wheelchairs motorized wheelchairs so their dogs were able to touch the handicap plate walk in front turn back around and pull their handler through the door in their wheelchair. So it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Correct, and they, they matched them up with my temperament and the dog's temperament. So they looked at my medical record books, they looked at um, my injuries, and they got statements from different people say, what kind of person uh, are you? So this way they kind of have an idea what type of temperament I had. So you, you, you get Boomer from American Vet Dogs. He comes into your home for the first time. What do you and the family think when you first meet him? Um, well, like you said, how we did this was they called us and they said, we have a dog for you along with eight other vets from all over the country. So we met in Smithtown, Long Island where the facility is at and we stay there for two weeks day and night we live in individual rooms and our dog gets to sleep with us and train with us for the next two weeks and we have one trainer for two vets and we do walks around the mall we do uh, train rides we do bus rides we do everything everyday occurrences that I would go we go to department stores grocery stores whatever now when I got him I honestly broke down in tears because I thought this was the answer to my prayers and the time that I spent there I bonded with him automatically and when I came home after the first week or two uh, my wife noticed the change in me the kids noticed the change in me and we were actually gonna have Thanksgiving and she wrote a letter to all her brothers said this is like how my husband was before Iraq pre Iraq the dog has brought a calm over the house and everybody was receptive to the dog. They understood that they could not give the dog's command, but they know that he's a part of our family from this point forward. Well, it just seems like over the last months and last year, in fact, 
that you've had several great experiences with Boomer that it's really changed your family? Is there is there any particular moment that, that you want to talk about that you, you had a really like awesome experience with this, this part of your, your life? Um, well, like you said, it's just uh, brought my family closer. We've done stuff more often now and I'm not afraid to go outside. Before it was like, oh, I don't want to go because um, I have to do dishes or I have to clean up the backyard. But now, whenever my wife and kids want to go somewhere, I'm more apt to go out with them. Well, I just noticed that he, he's welcome in your church, he's welcome in the school, he's welcome everywhere, and, and he's such a great dog. And now, now you know me, Toasty. I'm not what you would call a, a dog fan, but it's just really awesome to see how this animal that that they can't give away some dogs sometimes has, has really come in and changed not just your life your, your kids are happy to have him come with you your wife certainly is in a better place if you will because you know you're able to go out and enjoy life and just if I can for a second I just like I said I see the dude who I knew first met and, and would yeah, let's go out and do this thing. It didn't matter what it was. You were going to do it. You were going to enjoy doing it and have a great time doing it. And that that's back. And I don't know if you can put a price tag on that. I don't know if there's any way you can measure that. I really can't, which is why it's so great to see. Right. And like you said, I was kind of hesitant in the beginning because I thought that I would just concentrate all of my time on Boomer and not concentrate on the family. But that's the it's furthest from this case and for those of you guys that are thinking about it uh, I would look into it and getting uh, a service dog because I was not really uh, a dog person anyway but now I, I see life in a whole different way how this animal can bring me new joys new life and it's just uh, unimaginable he gives me unconditional love I mean like you said when I need to if I have a rough day, all I do is say rest, and I'll put his chin on either one of my knees, and he looks up at me with those eyes and says, everything's going to be fine, everything's going to be good to go. Well, that's just it. A lot, a lot of vets don't want to, to go out of their comfort zone and ask for help, and there's help out there. These, these people are, are, are trained to match the dog with the need. It's working. Uh, I know in the case of Mason with Justice for Huey, uh, Mason would tell me, Toasty, that he would sit in his house and order Domino's for, you know, three meals a day. And he got up to like 356 pounds or some crazy weight because he wasn't exercising. He got the, the dog, the dog's like, ha like you said, has to be run every day. He started losing weight. Nine months later, he's starting to feel, you know, his mojo's back. And, and you can't, again, you can't put a price tag on that. So... I, it's just, I love doing this podcast, I love being able to talk to people, but being able to, to record this and, and, and not only just see it from your point of view, but also see it in action, it's just a great thing, and I just want to thank you for sharing this with me. Sure, no problem, I appreciate it. Is there anything that you, now, now you, you kind of touched on it before, but if, if a vet is really kind of on the fence about this, if you wouldn't mind, could you tell me what kind of what was the tipping point that pushed you to say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go all in and try this. 
Well, like you said, it was actually my wife because I thought I was fine and everything, but my wife is actually the one that notices all these things, my wife and kids, and say, look, you know, you yell when I don't realize I'm yelling. And she's the one that actually said, look, go apply for it. And you know what? I kind of was hesitant because I said, you know what? I have my arms and my legs. Some of these vets are missing arms and legs and whatever, but I do have uh, traumatic brain injury. I have um, neck injuries and back injuries. And I kind of felt guilty in the beginning, but they said, you know, you need this dog because this is what he's going to do for you as far as PTSD, as far as uh, your nerve damage and balance issues help you up and down the stairs, or if you fall over, it can go get help for you. And like I said, I, I felt guilty in the beginning because people look at me and they say, hey, look, you look fine. You're not missing an arm. You're not missing yeah. a leg. And some of the other vets that I was talking to, they were in the same situation, but when they took off their shirts, they had like three or four shoulder surgery from the shrapnel from a RPG or a grenade that went into their shoulder. They can walk fine, they can move stuff fine, but you don't know what the vet's going through until you're in their shoes. So they could have their arms and legs, but they could be in constant pain every day. So don't worry about what people might say. Say, do you need, because they, people even ask me, Oh, are you training this service dog for somebody else? And I say, no, I was in the Marines for 18 years. I've been through Desert Storm and I've been through Iraq. And this dog is for me. And I've had him since last year. And they're kind of shocked. But I said, look, I have nerve damage and balance issues. And they understand, you know, that you don't need to miss an arm or a leg to, to require a service dog. So don't feel guilty about getting a service dog because you also have to remember there's people out there that are still willing to donate and remember the veterans because if you don't take advantage of it, like you said, they're gonna have, they're not gonna get the, the sponsorship or anything like that. Uh, a Korean War vet told me, he said, look, if you don't apply for this, for you're helping out other veterans because let's say they allocate so much money for 100 vets, but there's 150 vets so they said well we need money now for 150 vets so they get that money for 150 vets so what I say to you is forget about all your preconceived notions just apply for a service dog and see where that will take you your life will change dramatically don't feel guilty about other people worse off than you like you said don't worry about them worry about yourself first it's not being selfish and it's not being weak. No, it's not. If you take care of yourself first, then automatically you will be more receptive to everybody, especially your family. You can take care of them the way you want to take care of them and the way they deserve to be taken care of. And, and, and who knows, man? I mean, you might be out there with Boomer and your family and somebody walks up to you who's like your wife or who's another veteran who's like, you know, I can't do this anymore. And they might ask you a question or two, or they might stop you for five or ten minutes. You know, I don't know. But that, that your willingness to address this yourself and do this for yourself has to pay dividends down the road for somebody else. Right. And I've been to a couple places down south, out west, and we usually go on military bases. And people come up to me at the PX, and they say, 
where did you get your dog? My husband needs something like that. I said, look, his name is here on the vest. Why don't you take a picture? It has the organizational name and email, I mean, and website address. So please look it up online, talk to somebody there, and maybe they can help you. I've yeah. even had people that have kids that were epileptic. I said, look, you know what? There's always an organization out there. You know, I might not know it, but if you look and you ask other people, you might have better results. So, and folks, I, I will have the uh, American Vet Dogs website and contact info in the blog post for this podcast, so you can click on the link and check it out there. Um, and, and they'll be more than happy to help you. They're, they're a nationwide org. Grant, they're more located in the East Coast, but if, if they can't help you, they will get you somebody who will. And one more thing. Also, when you leave vet dogs after the two weeks, that's not the end of it. What they do is they give you support for the life of the dog. If you need the dog to be dog of record, uh, which is required by the Veterans Administration in order for them to pay for the veterinary bills for your service dog. And also, they have a local trainer in my area that will come to my house and retrain the dog if he needs to be retrained so I have friends in California and Kentucky and Florida they call their local rep that's hired by America's vet dogs that lives in that state they will drive to you and they will help you whatever you need even if they need to take the dog back for a week or two to do one-on-one -on -one training or they can come to your house so it's not like once you get the dog that's it see you later they're they're a great organization and, and obviously, they, they've just, just from brother to brother, Toasty, they have done a great thing for this family. And it's so beautiful to see. There's a lot of coldness, hatred, anger in this world today. And it's just nice to see somebody getting a, a little slice of heaven right here on earth or, or get it back. And you're back in a big way. And so I just, from all of us here who, and all my listeners who listen and everybody who's checking this out, anybody who needs help. Um, this this man is proof that if you you want the help, it uh, can happen. Exactly. So I just want to thank you for your time. Um, I'm just honored to be here, and uh, this is going to be a wrap. This is uh, Travis with OMR. We're out.